So it's official. I think Nick is the designated uh, pinch hitter for the YFTS podcast because he is back and filling in for another podcaster this week. Kelvin, I, I told you last week, I'm, I'm the RB off the waiver wire. I'm the backup that becomes an RB2 right away. No, yeah, the, the, the starter has been injured for a while. He, he's, the, he's the handcuff. <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny? Usually you have a different handcuff for every running back, but you're the, you're, we have one handcuff for all the for, podcasters. For all the podcasters. <laughs> so, so he's if, the handcuff for the receiver and the running back. Exactly. So if, if two of us are gone, then it's, it's, it's game over. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a gadget player. How's it feel being back, Nick? Two weeks in a row. It feels good, man. It feels good. Yeah, I told you last week it was it was good to be back, and I still feel the same. Uh, still feel the same today. We'll see. We'll see if I need you. If you need me again, how I feel. You know, you know, right to now, be fair, good. to be fair, the reason why you're here today is not because of Jack. It's because Eddie. Oh, but Eddie's here though. But yeah. here's the thing, though. We had planned to record this much earlier in the day, and then all of a sudden, Eddie was like, "Oh, I totally forgot. Can't, <laughs> I can't do it." So we had to oh, switch the stuff up, and you, of course, the pinch hitter wow. on deck. I'm, I'm using the baseball reference because you know it's a World Series right now. It's, 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 you're it's right. A, it's a hot night. It's a hot tonight night. is Game Six. Yeah. Game Six. Uh, but yeah, well, the World were... Series is over after tonight. So. Oh. Oh wow. Hot take. Calling your shot. Yeah, <laughs> Calling it. You know, I, I I don't doubt it. The Dodgers are way too good. It's it's they're, tough. Yeah, they're uh they're inevitable. I feel. Yeah. I mean, I am rooting for the Rays, but still, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's enough baseball talk. Let's get the football. Yeah, once they got Mookie Betts, they're dead. Stop yeah, it, Eddie. Yes, enough baseball talk. Infinity Stone. <laughs> We're done. No. Okay. This is, uh, this is uh, of course, uh, stat host, moderator, Kelvin, uh, joined by Nick the Champ Brosnan and Eddie Two-Time. Yep. How y'all yes, doing sir. today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good, yeah. Actually, I'm not really good that today. Uh, my stomach has oh, been yeah, acting dude. up, so. Oh, okay. Is something, something bad to eat? I don't know what happened, but. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know what it probably is. You should do some sit-ups. Uh, you're probably just soft. Oh, Maybe. Uh, and not it. just not the regular soft, the S A W F T soft. Oh, oh wow, yeah. that's really soft. <laughs> Damn. You can't get softer than that. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tuesday night. Uh it's getting chillier out, which means uh, you know it's prime football season. Yeah, so yeah, we're we're we getting to, into the thick of it. Yeah, remember when we went to Pittsburgh? That game was the coldest game we've ever been to. I don't want to talk about that. I hated who, that day. Man, who I hate that so stadium. I don't Is know. You? <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. I mean, you probably picked half the stadiums we go to because you went so often. Oh boy, here we go. But but man, it it was that that was probably the hardest game I had I could focus on because I was just so cold and we were high up, not right by the water. Not only was it freezing? It was a blowout game, so yeah. it's not like you couldn't even be interested with like some adrenaline pumping. It was just like okay. I think, I think the best part sucks. of that game was. Um, <laughs> Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown jumping yeah. into the, the that uh the, the the post for the field goal, and Hassan wearing the mustard costume. I think those are the only good things about that game. Yeah, yeah, that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, still, still and I I do remember uh, Jason and Hassan being in the trunk of my van when we drove to the Pittsburgh to the stadium. And oh, I do remember one thing that was funny. At the end of the game, we we basically you know only saw one race in Pittsburgh. Oh God, okay. Saw <laughs> I know where this is going. One, 
one brown guy and we had to introduce a fellow brown guy to that brown guy and it was the was most hilarious. awkward encounter i've ever had in my life and i don't know why i went through with it was it was it peter that started it i don't know what it was but it was well, man fantastic. it was it was t- oh god it's not, all right, we're done with that. <laughs> so let's, let's jump into the thick of things. Uh, the injury report for this week, it's, it was woozy. Um, and, um, a lot of injuries. Yeah, get, yeah get a little ready. bit worse than last Jackson. week. You're definitely going to have to scalp, scalp, scalpage? salvage the uh, waiver wire this week. Salvage. <laughs> salvage it. I was, I, like say, I, was, I was in between uh, scavenge and salvage. Is that, it's a scavenge word? Scavenge. Scavenge. Like a scavenger? Yeah. Yes, yes. All right. I, I don't know English, obviously. Well, yeah, Obviously. it's tough. Uh, so let's get into the injury report. Alrighty, let's start with uh, Chris Godwin. Broke his finger out at least this week, maybe next week too. Uh, Mike Evans again? Do we believe in him? Yeah, this was weird too because it, he came out of the game fine, and he even played like he played the rest of the game. So he's playing with a broken finger, which is pretty badass. Um, uh, yeah, he's out this week, like you said. Uh, obviously, this helps Mike Evans because they just can't seem to play well together. Um, I would say Scotty Miller in deeper leagues, but he's been really hit or miss even when – There's no shot. I'm Godwin starting Scotty. Earlier. Yeah, well, he had a really good game, so people might maybe, you know, that recency bias jumping on. Um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, but I definitely would play Evans. Uh, well, yeah, Harry, like you you're punting – if you're punting receiver in DFS, possibly, but that's like, it's like the a only tournament. way I yeah. would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know um, refresh my memory. Who are they playing this week? The Giants, right? Yes. Monday night. You know what? Maybe I'd maybe take a take a flyer on, on Scotty Miller, but the problem is it's Monday night, and I don't know if I want to risk risk that. Like it's it's tough to say. It can it can go either way. I think. If but if I had to choose, yeah. I I'd pass on Scotty Miller. That's Same. fair. Uh, I think this also increases Gronkowski's startability, so I'm I'm definitely throwing him in my lineup. What's the news on uh, Antonio Brown? Is he going to be eligible to play this week? No, he's, he's only he's eligible starting uh, week nine. Oh, I see. Oh, I didn't even know he was suspended. Okay, so week nine. Yeah, so he's suspended. He's suspended to week eight, and then he's eligible to play week nine. There's, there's nothing that's come out that he is going to play week nine. Does he have to know? go through another physical after he gets off um, his uh, suspension? No, oh, I, I just think it's uh, COVID, like the COVID thing. Oh, like I see, I see. A, you know. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, next injury, Deontay Johnson injured his lower leg. They weren't really specific with this injury. Um, if he's out, which it seems he's, – he's so fragile. What's yeah, it's on? crazy. <laughs> Jack mentioned this on Sunday. Like, he didn't start him because every game he started him, he's gotten hurt immediately, like in the first quarter. And this ended up being in the third quarter – but he, I mean, he had this, this amount of points at that point. But still, it's it's it is crazy how fragile he is. Yeah, yeah like so he, he was having a good game. Too. I think this we have to tread lightly because this is like what was happening last week with Joe Mixon. It was as of that night, it was yeah, he'll be fine. It's bruised foot or whatever it was, and all of a sudden he's out. He's week to week now all of a sudden. Um, but if he is like you know, if the practice reports throughout the week say he's going to play, I, I would play him. Yeah, he's a, he's a Big Ben's favorite target. He's going to get a minimum eight to nine, you know, targets a game and usually catches most of them. So I, I think he's definitely a solid start if he's playing. But it's always scary with Deontay, at least in the temporary. So far it's been, yeah. Yeah. Um, next injury, Andy Dalton, concussion, vicious hit. 
That was insane, man. Oh, that was that just was, not fair. That was hard to watch, yeah. And nobody had his back on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like, anyone's to point out right now. Like, you see quarterback get this demolished. That's, you know what, I have to, have to say, I think that's a fair point, actually. Like, if that was Dak or, uh, you know, any of the, really any other quarterback, you, I, I agree, at least one lineman, someone would be like, go fighting that dude that did that. They kind of all just watched. Like, hey, that's, yeah. not my, that's not my quarterback. That's how, like, dysfunctional that. They can't even fight for their team correctly. Um, what do you think this does to, like, the passing? Like, oh, for the, I, with, can't, I can't. If uh, Ben DiNucci can't start any of those guys ben with confidence. Ben Danucci. Ben Danucci? Yeah, you know. No. I was calling ben, him Ben Danucci. Ben Danucci? <laughs> ben Danucci? I was already weary about starting Cooper with Dalton, and now I'm just, like, so, like, off-put by this. But I can't logically bench Marty Cooper. Yeah, some I think teams he's the can't only afford. one that you can leave in at this point. Cooper? Yeah. So yeah, what was I, I, I didn't catch it, that. I'm sorry. I'm saying I think Cooper's the only one that is like oh, worth yeah. the start right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, Gallup is like not even roster worthy. Lamb, I would leave on the bench until further notice, especially with the third string. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, they just what have they done to prove that like that you'd feel good about starting anyone other than Cooper? I mean, is there any news rough. about them going out and get a quarterback? I don't think so. I heard they tried to sign David Blau. Do you remember David Blau from last year? Oh my goodness! The yeah, Lions quarterback. <laughs> For a little bit. Oh, I do remember him. Yes, I do. Yeah, but nothing okay. came of it. So I think uh, they're just going to roll with their third stringer. Colin Cap is not better than either of those two guys. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, what does this do to Zeke, Zeke's value? Yo, Zeke uh, is such an anomaly you, right now, man. Are you I don't trading even know for what him? To say. Are you guys going to? Are you guys trying to trade for him? Well, or, yes, I would still try to trade for him, but I think you also have to keep now your expectations in check, right? Um, if Ben DiNucci is starting, they're just going to stack the box. Yep. They're going to dare the guy to throw. They're just going to stop the best player, which is Zeke on that team right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously his, his value is not what it was two weeks ago. Um, but like, he's still going to be getting at least in a good favorable game script, like to at least 20 touches. He's going to, he's still going to be a workhorse. Um, yeah. this might increase his like his catches, like dump offs. You never know. Um, like again, there's really no, nothing else. Like, like Gallup didn't have a catch. Lamb didn't have a catch. Dalton Schultz had like two. Like someone's gonna have to catch the ball, you know? Yeah. Um, and but the thing is, their offensive line has been garbage. That's usually the staple of their offense. Well, and they've all been hurt behind it too. They're all yeah. out for the year. The mm-hmm. the center retired before the year. It, it's it's rough right now in Dallas. An, an absolute mess. Uh, if they weren't in a in the NFC East. <laughs> it's just so weird. Anyway, they're, they're half game back of the first place. NFC yeah. least. Yeah. Um, next injury, OBJ ACL. Ugh. Disgusting. Uh, I mean, he didn't have much fantasy value to begin with. I, I mean, I think he was just a boomer bust guy. Have a couple games here and there, but it's just still stuff to see. You know, like he was one of my favorite receivers. For a while, and, and it sucks and, the way it happened too. He's trying to yeah, down interception on a tackle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think this um, does for? Uh, is there any gain, value gains for Jarvis Landry or anyone else? I think it I boosts think, him a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think Landry it. does get a little bit of boost. Uh, if anything, I think the tight ends get a bigger boost than Landry does. Yeah, yeah, I and, actually agree. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Bryant and Njoku since they both had pretty good games. And be wary of People's Jones. Like he had a monster game, but this it's he's one of those boomer bust guys, I think. Uh yeah. I think that was like the touchdown to win the game. So without yeah. that thirty yard catch, it's like an awful day. So And that it I mean like not too often Baker Mayfield's gonna throw for five touchdowns, so it's not gonna happen. Yeah, they're yeah, they I think still, that's, they're still that's running the most important part, yeah. as well. So yeah. next injury. Philip Lindsay, concussion. Uh, he was running really well prior, but then, you know, again, flimsy Lindsay decides oh, to get injured. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one. You're welcome. <laughs> you like it? Um, <laughs> it do, sounded, like, you know, like, when I you said it, it sounded like you liked it, but then. <laughs> no, it's because like, when I you thought bad. about like, it. I don't want, you know, I don't like when these guys get hurt, so. Okay. It's like a tough nickname to have, but ah, it's true. He's he got hurt last year. He's uh, he's been healthy like what two games this year. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yeah, uh, we can move on. He didn't have much fantasy value to begin with. I think he's droppable now. If he's not going to play this week, it's um, Melvin Gordon insurance. Yeah, basically. Uh, Jeff Wilson was having an amazing game. And then he injured his ankle. And yeah, then so Debo Samuel sprain, right? was on his way to a good game as well. Hurt his hamstring. This 49ers team, for some reason, continuously gets injuries. And it's, it's tough to see. Yeah, so we talked about this last week, Eddie. You weren't here, but the, um, we were like, who's going to be the running back, right? We were like, oh, it could be McKinnon. It could be Hasty, And it was Jeff Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> like I so <laughs> I'm gonna excuse myself from any uh, 49er running back talk this week. It was um, so odd though. McKinnon didn't get a touch until the fourth quarter when yeah. everyone was injured. I yeah, I get like this is this is what happens when you have like five running backs on a team. Literally, um, you know, we should mention like okay, Jamichael Hasty is probably next, but they do still have McKinnon there and. Tevin Coleman might come off Don't forget IR, Tevin Coleman. So good luck. Good luck it's if you're uh, going to try to pick one of those guys up. It's like the Wheel of Fortune over there. Yeah. Yeah. How are they feeling that day? Okay, yeah, you get the most of the carries. Um, I, think, a, I think it might be a passing game for the 49ers, too. They go off against the Seahawks this week. If anything, if we've learned anything this year, then yes, that is probably going to be the way they have to attack Seattle. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind... Who do you guys think gains the most to see with Samuel out? Oh, Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, man. Oh, you talking about a running back? Well, I'm talking about a receiver. No, Brandon no, Ayuk I, I said, like, with Debo out. Debo out, yeah. Oh, with Debo out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayuk is a must-add if he's not already rostered. I think he's going to have a monster game this week. I mean, he's been having monster games whenever he gets the opportunity, and he's going to get a shit ton of opportunity this week. So. Yeah, I wish you didn't ask this question, Nick. Because that leads at least to my RKO for this week. Oh well, we can still touch on it. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. My my. Right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a hint. I think I think Kendrick Bourne is gonna benefit from this a lot. Okay. See. The little pivot. Go. I see you. Yeah. Well, I'll touch on it a little more later. Like uh, we we kind of touched on most of the parts. So I'm just gonna say, but <laughs> yeah. keep, keep it going. It's a tease, tease. Yeah. Oh, so the next injury, Chris Carson. Injured his oh. midfoot, which sounds bad. I mean, like, whenever there's an injury, you always think, you know, Liz Frank, when you hear midfoot. 
So yeah, there's not much updates there. Whether you're a running back or a receiver, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to hear uh, foot injuries. And Carson's um, always had foot injuries. I think like it's it's been one of those things that's been aching him for the last few years. Yeah. So I would have said uh, Carlos Hyde would be a pickup, but apparently he hurt his hamstring. Yep. Again, didn't see it in the game. Could have never, you know, he scored a touchdown. Could have fooled me. <laughs> um, do you guys really think DJ Dallas is it going to be a thing this week? <laughs> no. uh, I think it's worth rostering. I think the running is going to come from Russell Wilson, and they're just going to keep throwing the ball as usual. Just chuck it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, sense. just a name to keep on your radar if you're desperate, I guess. I mean, they're they're definitely going to have some kind of balance, but I think it's just going to be a pass-heavy offense going into the Sunday. And the thing okay. is, with the DJ's uh, skill set, he's more of a pass-catching back too, so he might be utilized, utilizing a uh, passing game as well. Okay. Next injury, Kenya Drake. Oh. Ow. <laughs> he hurt his ankle. Yeah. yeah, he was saying now, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has a bye week this week. So next week, I well, I'm, I'm hoping the Drake owner has Chase Edmonds. But if he's not rostered, he's a must-add. Yeah, he's probably the number one pickup for me this week if he's available in any league. Um, uh, even even yeah. for the week, like you said, I know they're on a the bye, but – even for that next week, you know he's going to get, again, 16, 17 touches. And he's looked really good to see. Honestly, he's looked better than Drake. I don't way know why better. they just don't switch it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 have, I have both. I, I've, I drafted Edmonds, so I've kept on to him. Um, but they're saying it, it's like a high ankle sprain, I think I was reading. So it, it, he'll probably be out more than two weeks. Do you know the the backup to Chase Edmonds? Is he worth rostering? I do not actually. Do you? Nope. I'm just asking. Got you right if now. You knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless, I don't think he's worth rostering. Really? Yeah. I don't know. They've they've been using two back sets, so you know. Not maybe at often. least at least maybe not this week because they're on the bye. Well, yeah. so according to their depth chart, it's either Jonathan Ward or Eno Benjamin, both of which not have been active. Or I'm sorry, it's probably Jonathan Ward. He's been active for two games and has not had any touches. So I know nothing about him, but it is Me a neither. good offense. So I mean, if you if you really want to have three running backs from the same team, go for it. Um, like, what if you're in a 14 because, team, like a deep, like a deep league? And well, of course, it's worth. Yeah, yeah. If, it, if it's a deep league, of course, yeah. But like 10 or 12, no way. Yeah, so we're going to miss some guys. Bother. Alrighty. Uh, Freeman, another ankle injury. Wayne Gallman, you guys going to try that experiment? No. Really? I think he's worth rostering. I mean, Definitely. he's worth rostering, again, deeply, because if you have to start Wayne Gallman against Tampa Bay on Monday night, you're And Tampa Bay's defense has been on point, man. Against running backs especially, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wanted to I'm throw not the name out. Again, if you have to, but... Yeah. Yeah, the last injury I want to go through, Mark in- Ingram, high ankle sprain. He had a bye week last week to rest up, but, I mean, from what I'm guessing, I don't think he's going to play if if he's a, if he's got a high ankle. So, what does this do to Gus Edwards and, and Jake, J.K. Dobbins? Nothing. Yeah, really? we, yeah, we've said it before. This is This team is just so... Volatile in terms of rushing, like we don't know who's going to do it. Like for the most part, it's going to be Lamar Jackson. I think is going to have the most rushing yards at the end of the day. 
And yeah. at that point, like, you don't want to take a chance with that kind of, that kind of offense. Okay. Plus, I mean, plus. I'll keep, I'll keep that in mind. Plus, you know who they're playing this week. Yeah, I know. So. I know all the stats you threw out, Kelvin. Yeah, they're playing, they're playing <laughs> the Steelers. Number one. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I, I want to say my, my DDT with Derek Henry uh, was not exactly a hit, but they did hold him for less than 70 yards until that touchdown. So, mm-hmm. it is – I mean, you were that, almost the right. Defense, the defense is good. It is. And they played uh, good good running backs. That's it with the injuries, man. That sucks with so many injuries. Um, I, I had a couple other minor ones that we want to touch through quickly. Yeah. Go ahead. So, DJX out six to eight weeks. Yeah. Oh, boy. Does that make Fulgham a, a thing again? It does. In my book, it does. Okay. Wait, yeah. did, no, he was always a thing. No. Yeah, it makes it more well, of a thing. More now. of a thing. Yeah, okay. like a more of a, a solid, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not just a bye week start. Like, maybe he is like you're just wide receiver three or flex. No, lock him in. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Brashad Perriman, but we'll skip through that. Um, <laughs> Nikhil Harry. <laughs> Nikhil Harry went out with a head injury. They didn't say concussion, but it just said head injury. I think we talked um, about this a couple of weeks ago. Like, we, feel, we all no thought Nikhil Harry was uh, droppable at this point. Yeah, but like Edelman, he, he, oh, even though he's been struggling, uh, yeah. I mean, feel com- more comfortable. Mm, pass. Okay. It, uh, yeah, it's mm, – I don't know. It's such a tough decision because Cam Newton has played terribly. And – like you know, with wide receivers, like the quarter, they go with the quarterback. So if the quarterback's playing bad, like don't expect too much from the wide receiver. And at this point in Edelman's career, I think he might be over the hump without a good quarterback. Yeah. All right. Just we'll throw it out there quick. All right. Awesome, guys. Uh, I mean, it's not awesome that this ran so long because there's so many injuries, but <laughs> it's 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 what happens with fantasy football and football in general. It's just uh, it's one part, of the, part game. of the game. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to our next segment, the pits and the cages. Brad Pitt, Nick Cage, here we go. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast! Grazie. Not the beast! Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! Who wants to start? I can start. All right, go ahead. Yeah, see, since he's missed last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Man, you guys are... Uh... You guys love ragging on me when I'm not there. <laughs> hey, is, 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 it, is it our fault, though? Is it our it fault, was kind of my fault. All right, there you go. So I'm <laughs> taking a little bit of the blame. All right, so my pit this week, James Robinson. Played his highest snap share this week at 90%. And you would think he would play a little less because they activated Ozigbo. And I just thought that was scary to begin with. I actually pivoted from him, and I didn't start James Robinson a couple of league, couple of leagues. It's like the coach said, and he went on, no. Ouch. I was like, no, yeah. no for But yeah, nice. I mean, he had 22 carries for 119 yards touch, and a touchdown. He had added four catches for 18 yards and another touchdown and a two-point conversion. So this guy really filled up the stat sheet, and I really don't know how to value him at all. Because he's going into his bye week. I think you have to sell him high for his I, – I, I don't know how to value James Robinson. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm actually with you, Eddie. I would be looking to trade him. He's, he's been great this year. Um, but his 
schedule coming up is tough. And while he is like the main guy there, I think like his value won't ever be as high as it is right now, especially coming off that game where he crushed it. Um, I would definitely either try to upgrade at the same spot or get like a good receiver in exchange. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm looking at his stats and I, I thought he was doing a lot better than he actually is. He's had three really good games all year. So yeah. You, you think he's been doing better than he has? I thought he was doing much better than he actually has. Like he's only he's, in, in he's our league. He's RB three in our league. Yeah, he's been really good. RB three, really? Yes. Oh, he's wow. way outperforming anything. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, yeah. looking, I mean, looking at his points in our league, he's only uh, above fifteen three times all year. But, I mean, yeah, that's big good league. enough for RB three yep. this year. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, yeah. I, I I know it's hard. Like I know I'm like saying like trade him but that's exactly why i would because i don't think it's he's ever going to be valued at this high in the rest of the year what are some names that you could say would be equal value to james robinson off the top um so like a low-end rb1 high-end rb2 so kareem hunt ceh those type of guys yeah, I feel like, though, if you would be – like, I feel like the owners, if they would be acquiring, like, a CEH, they would want a plus because Robinson has been so good. Yeah. And now with, like, Bell there or, you know, with Chubb coming back if you're using Hunt. Um, yeah. Just, you know, a lot, of, a lot of managers just look at the raw points um, and they're like, oh, well, if I'm giving you the top five running back, I want something else with, along with Hunt. See, like, there's one thing that uh... – I like discussing when you have an open dialogue when it comes to trading with your league mates. There's one thing I like doing. Uh, I know James Robinson does have the bye this week. So you could actually say in the trade, I could eat the bye week and we could trade afterwards and, and add that to some right, of his that's value. That's part of the art of the trade for sure. Yeah. I got some names for you guys. Let me know what you guys think. Um, Ronald Jones. James Robinson. Not even close. David Montgomery. Yeah. James Robinson, not uh, Robinson, close. yeah. Here's so this one for Eddie. Jonathan Taylor. I'm big on, I'm high on uh Taylor. So So Nick. I, Taylor. I would I would have Robinson. All right, it's cool. I got one. James yeah. Conner. I saw James Conner too, but I, I, I think I go Connor. Todd Gurley. Oh, uh, Robinson. Robinson, yeah. <laughs> I think Gurley would be a good guy to trade for. Really? For Robbins? Like, if you're going to get something back? So, if you you would trade away Robinson for Gurley? Not straight up, but I I think... That's the guy you want? I think in that range, Gurley's been having a great year. He has been having a great year. He's so touchdown dependent. Has it stopped? (laughs) <laughs> no, but I, I, the thing is, his track record is all about touchdowns. So, like, he, he, he scores touchdowns. He, it's an art. He does, it. even when he's not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Even when he's on a five, he scores touchdowns. That's, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can move on. All right. Uh, you want to go next, Nick? Uh, sure. Yeah. My pit this week is Deontay Johnson from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look at that. Pit on pit. Mm-hmm. Um, Nine catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns, 15 targets. Um, I know we touched on him a little earlier in the injury report. 
but when he's played a full game, dude has been balling. 10 or more targets in each full game. Uh, he's quickly become Big Ben's number one target, and we all know how that can go for someone over the course of a season. Um, if he can get past this ankle injury he just got and just injuries in general, I think he's like a, a mid to high end wide receiver too. He's, he's really um, just getting the volume. He's the number one guy in uh, Pittsburgh. And we've, you know, like I said, we've seen how, how well that can go for players. And I think yeah, he's a league winner right now. You mentioned it before. He still got hurt in the game and he left the game still, and he still put up these numbers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like him. Nice. So I'm going to give you guys my pit. Well, first, I want to give an honorable mention to my boy, Tyler Lockett, who, hard, hard to say, it's hard to say this phrase, but he single-handedly won me this week. Yep. By Indeed. himself, he single-handedly won me this week. Um, He's like, Kelvin, sit down. <laughs> I got this. It wasn't just you, though, Kelvin. You oh, it was, yes. No, you're absolutely right. He won a lot of people in our people leagues. Selfish. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so my, my pit this week is your boy, Eddie A.J. Brown on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we already saw him getting uh, a good amount of targets uh, these past two weeks, and this week he just exploded uh, for six receptions, 150-plus yards, and a touchdown. And moving forward, he's the clear-cut number one uh, receiver on the Titans. Uh, he has that connection with Tannehill, and it's gonna be, he's going to be locked in every single week moving forward. He did his patented uh, catch-and-run touchdown. Was that 20, we had 20, 22 miles per hour or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, this past week. That's fast. So, good. so yeah. damn good. It's, it's good. And he's also scored a touchdown each of the last three weeks, at least one. So it helps mm-hmm. that the Titans are scoring a lot of points too. So. Yeah, that's, that team's offense is so efficient. So it doesn't matter how many times they throw, they're probably going to score three touchdowns on offense at least. All right, uh, so I'm going to snake it up. I'm going to give you my cage first. My cage this week uh, is Josh Jacobs. And I am scared to say this, but I think he is not a running back one anymore this year. Hey, was that right? Oh, it's it's like such – it's so tough to say because I got I got this guy. Most people drafted him first round, and he had such a good year last year. But this offense uh, – looks anemic at times and when that happens they fall down uh quickly in the game and then it just becomes a throwing game for them and josh jacobs does not benefit from that kind of game script and uh it's yeah it's not going to be easy moving forward they have some tough matches coming up um playing the browns or winning or winning games chargers look good uh casey two weeks after that it's it's gonna be a tough road for josh jacobs moving forward this season would you trade james robinson for josh jacobs you know what, man? I would. Yes. I, I'd do that. I'd take James Robinson. Damn. How'd a mighty have fallen? Yeah. One can well, hope, like right? Said, they're, they said, uh, they go down early and can't really establish the run when you're down two scores. And they tried to get him involved in the pass game a little more, but he's just not cutting it for them. And it seems like that's not gonna be, it's not going to be easier. Sad news. Yeah, I'm starting him every. Yeah, you have to start him every single week because he'll have he'll have his games. He hasn't even broken 100 yards yet on the ground. Be, begrudgingly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of a. Oh man, that's that's tough yeah. to hear. 
Now, gr- granted, it's half a point, but it's still uh, more. It's, yeah. All right, Nick, give us your cage. Yeah, hey, so Nick my cage, cage is. Ooh! Hey. Whoa! <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Look at we that. Never put this together before. <laughs> um, we did it, guys. It's it. We've unlocked the national it. treasure. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I guess I'm done. Now, um, DJ Chark is my my cage this week. Uh, one catch for 26 yards. He did have seven targets, but only came down with one of them. Uh, Chark this year has been very boom robust. Uh, he's had a game like this before where he had like three catches for 16 yards. Um, I feel like he needs like a touchdown each week to make him like a worthy start. And that's tough to count on that. Um, I think he, I feel like he was drafted as like a wide receiver two ish kind of receiver, but I think he's more like of a flex play this year. Um, and you would have thought with like the Jags being bad and Minshew just chucking it, that that would equal for greatness for Chark, but just hasn't happened so far. Um, where are you guys at on Chark? I'm buying low on Chark. He's still getting the target volume. I think, you know, the chemistry is going to come. Um, he's he's a really good receiver. And I know they like using, you know, Keelan Cole and LaVisca Chenault. But I think for them to be, you know, to compete, DJ Chark has to be more involved. Yeah, I, I, I think the talent is there. Uh, and it's, it's going to come down to Mitch. Like, I saw some of the throws he was making in, the, in that fourth quarter, and they weren't even close to what DJ Chark actually is. Um, if he can get better, I think Chark's value is just it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue to be one that you, you want to keep on your team. But, like, he's coming off a 14-target game the week prior. So, like, I understand he, the, the production wasn't there, but 14 targets is a shit ton. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Eddie, wrap this one up for us. All right. Uh, let's say this guy's name again. You guys mentioned him last week. Mike Evans, <laughs> two catches, two targets again. I don't know what's going on there. For 37 yards, this guy's throwing 45-plus times, and he's only getting two targets. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Um, apparently, he has better receivers on his team than Mike Evans, including Scotty Miller. Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette had seven <laughs> targets. What, uh, that's what, crazy. That's hard. That's crazy to hear. Like, is Mike Evans washed or is he not getting open or is it just Tom Brady's refusal to go downfield? I think it's more. Sorry, go ahead, I Nick. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I can't explain Mike Evans to you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, because, like, prior to the season, whenever I do my projections, I, you know, I, I, uh, project how many passes the Bucks are going to throw. And then I, from there, I project what the receiver numbers could be. And I gave him like a no number. I gave him like 125 targets for the season. That's pretty low for Mike Evans. Right now he's on pace for less than 100. What is going on? Uh, I mean, I definitely don't think he's a wash. He's, he's still Mike Evans. And it's not like Tom Brady isn't throwing the ball downfield. Uh, so, like Nick said, man, it's, it's, it's strange. And they're winning games, so it's not like they're looking to force it to him uh, at this moment. Um, so, I don't know. He, yeah, he can't complain. He really can't complain. No reason for him to because they're winning. Uh, are you guys targeting him, targeting him in trades? 
or you just I'm nervous. Let him rock? I I prefer to not have him on my team, to be honest. So you would get rid of him? What's yeah, somebody I have that him you in, could possibly get in, for him? I have him in the ESPN league with uh, Kelvin and Amani that I'm in, and I'm looking like I've fielded some offers already. Um, I just, I don't know. I want out of the Evans business. Okay. I think I would buy into him because he's so cheap. He is really, he is pretty cheap right he's now. So it's, cheap, a, it's like how much risk you could tolerate, right? And you guys know yeah. I'm not about that life. So yeah. I'm out. But then now, now I'm worried that they're going to say, hey, the name recognition is still there and they're going to want something more than right. you You know what it is too? Like, yeah. like the thing is like that scares me or concerns me is like the, the game script has been favorable for him. Like yeah. he should be doing more with how they've been playing, but he's not. So like what's going to change, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've, if, this is how I see it. If I'm a struggling team and I'm struggling at receiver, why not take the chance? Uh, Mike Evans. That's that's how I think. I I guess. I guess so. Uh, to me, it comes down to who are you giving up for Mike Evans. That's what it comes down to for me. Uh, Hollywood Brown. Would you give up Hollywood Brown for Mike Evans? Yeah. Yes. Um. Really? Damn. You guys said that really quickly. <laughs> I think he's overrated. Hollywood Brown. Yes. I mean, he's getting seven, eight targets a week. I don't, I don't think he's he got less than seven targets. Um, you know, solid numbers, not the worst like, numbers. Sure, one week he'll catch him on a on a deep route and he'll have a one blow up game, but like he's a wide receiver three most weeks, if that. Yeah, I don't. Well, I'm not Evans. There's no Antonio Brown yet. <laughs> I would Juju rather have Smith the of Evans. Look, if if like someone like Godwin say were to be out for the rest of the year, Evans is a, a wide receiver one or two. Oh, if, definitely. If Willie Sneed goes out, Marquise Brown is still a wide receiver three flex. So there's, I don't see the upside there. I don't know why people. I bought him and I bought him in the East Family League again. I don't know why. I, I was a fool. I fell for it. Uh, Will Fuller. I'd rather have Fuller. Me too. Me too. I'd rather take on that injury risk. Yeah, I said Juju have before. Games. Oof. So I'd say, who's this? Juju. Uh, I'm going Juju. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's gross. I'm, I'm taking Evans. I feel oh, like Juju Evans has no upside, Juju? man. Huh? I thought you meant Marquise or Juju. Um, no, Evans, or, Evans or Juju? Evans. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a t- it's a tough choice. Um, I'm going to say Evans. I'm not going to feel good about it. That's a yeah, good line. I think, that's like a good line. Yeah. I think around that area, we've, we've found a the spot for Evans where he's spot, where yeah. he should be. Yeah. Justin Jefferson is the last name I want to bring up. Justin Jefferson. I'd rather have Justin Jefferson. Okay. All right. That's going to wrap up uh, the pits and the cages. Uh, a lot of great insight. A lot of, some, a lot of down talk on some of these uh, cages that we had this week. Um, we'll see how it goes moving forward. Uh, we hope for the best for the cages and we hope for the worst for the pits, right? That's it. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to our wrestling segment. You guys know Andy, uh, Randy Orton won a title again this past Did week. He, what? Like, man, no, I don't I know. know that. Listen, we understand he's, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's 40, The guy right? is so old. Why are you giving him the title again? I don't understand what, what, what writers are doing in WWE. Is he going to fight Goldberg? 
<laughs> we can only hope, right? <laughs> Wait, is the big show going to come out? <laughs> man, Drew, Drew was so great with the title. I don't understand. Like, it was, I don't know, man. It's, they're they just don't want to give the young guns. Over and over, over again. He just, like, uh, I don't know, man. See, this is, but it's working, though. Look, you're talking about it. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's already have a, had a segment named after him. Why does he need a title, too, right? Come on, it's a good enough achievement to me. Yeah. Yeah, he knows about the segment, too. We tagged him last year when he came up with it, didn't we? Yeah. And, you know, he's the, he's the 14-time champion now. Only two people have more reigns than him, and that's John Cena and Ric Flair. So he's going to lose it and then win it wow. and then lose it and win it. So he's going to be tied with them? Oh, God. He's going to be tied with them. Yeah. All right, hit the music. Man, that's doo trash. All right, so who wants to start? I want to go last. All right, so all right, I'll go first. I'll, I'll, then then you, don't, you don't get to go last in bold predicts then? No, I always go last in bold predicts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'll the go first. Burger King. <laughs> uh, my, my, uh, my RKO, uh, I touched on earlier uh, during our injury segment. Uh, it's going to be Kendrick Bourne. Uh, like we said, uh, Debo Samuel is out. And another big reason why I'm choosing this is because they're playing the Seahawks. And every single week, this, it seems like the Seahawks are getting burned through the air. And every quarterback facing them is having the game of their lives. And he's going to have – I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's going to have to throw somebody. You got Kittle. You got Ayuk. Who's the, who's, who's the, next, who's the next guy? It's going to be Kendrick Bourne. I think he's going to have a great game this week. So uh, are you giving a double whammy with Jimmy G too? Yes, if if that's possible, yeah. I like it. I, I think like Jimmy G's going to have a great game this week. Double RKO. He might double be a, uh, a, sh- a good streamable quarterback. Maybe a daily play? Oh, yeah, no, definitely a daily play. Lock him in for me. He, I, I, you know he's going to be cheap. Yeah, I'm, I'm locking him in. I'm telling you right now, if, if anyone's <laughs> listening, listen to our daily. I'm, I'm taking Garoppolo right now. There you go. All right, Nick, give us your RKO. Yeah, so no no bias here, but my RKO this week is going to be LaMichael Piran. Um, <laughs> from, the, from the former Jet fan. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, my that, God. Listen, if that's not out of nowhere, I don't know what it is. Um, Absolutely right. They gave him nine touches the first week when they traded Bell. He had 13 this week. Uh, I could see them slowly continuing to phase out Gore and slowly feature more uh, feature Pirine more. And in a game where they're going to lose by probably 28, he's going to be out there catching passes. So confident, Nick. Um, yeah. In that well, prediction. You know, I'm realistic. Um, I think uh, he'll come out of nowhere here and finish as a, a top uh, 20, maybe top 15 running back this week. My nowhere win the 14 time champion? With the 14 time champion? Wow. <laughs> Just like him. Just like him. <laughs> All right, you're up. Okay, so I just I wanted to go last because I know you were talking up the Steeler defense last week and the run mm-hmm. defense, especially. And I'm just going to go with the combination of Gus Edwards and, and J.K. Dobbins. Oh. They're going to split work. Hey, I, you wanted to be a homer, too. I'm going to do it as well. If I, if I, I think could, both if, of I, them are... if, I, if I was able to, Eddie, I stick my hand down my throat and throw up right now. <laughs> Why? I, ha- I hate Yo, this, this play. Is gonna be, it's not going to happen. This is going to be an extremely competitive game. In order for the Ravens to compete, they have to 
have a run game against the Steelers offense. I mean, uh, defense, I'm sorry. And who you know is going to um, run the ball? Lamar Jackson. I think J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards both scored this week. Okay. Uh, All right. J.K. Dobbins is more wow. of a pass catching back, so he's going to get, you know, those little check downs. And, yeah, they're, they're going to figure out this, this uh, Pittsburgh run defense. It's strength against strength. And I believe in my Ravens. Oh, so this is a little biased pick then. Yeah. Also, like, this is going to be the highest snap count for both of these guys this, this week, especially if Mark Ingram's out, which I, I'm projecting. So, um, yeah, I think in order for them to stay competitive, they have to run the ball. I can't and wait for the fullback to the team rushing. <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. Lamar so, Jackson. You want to snake it? <laughs> yeah, snake I know it, you guys buddy. disagree with my pick, but yeah. Hey, it's, 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 that's, uh, an, that's pretty out of nowhere. I think it's more out of nowhere than the pairing. Yeah. That is. These guys are both off the waiver, maybe after waiver. So, like. Especially Gus Edwards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my DDT this week is Clyde Edwards Alaire. Whoa. Like, did, was, that, was he a DDT last week? I think no, so, he right? wasn't. No. You sure? I'm not sure. I think Jack picked him. I'm not Anyways. sure. Anyways. Lev Bell is going to be the feature back this week, in my opinion. He literally signed with the Chiefs just for this game because they're playing the Jets. And I think this is definitely a game to get him, you know, involved in this offense and, you know, learning this offense because the Jets are a joke. I I think he plays 70. Sorry, you want to finish up, finish up. I think he plays 70% of snaps this week just because of the matchup. And I think they need to rest uh, Clyde a little bit because he's getting a tired legs. And that, that's the main reason why I thought about making Love Bell my RKO. Cause, because I feel like they're going to be game? up so big and they're going to want to get Love Bell his reps in uh, to get him accustomed to the system a little more. And you know, I thought about it. It's, it's not out of this world. Yeah, so we're on the same wavelength. Any any uh, thoughts, Nick? Nick, Nick, yeah. What do you think? Um, I think that's a good call because, like you said, you know they just that was Bell's game first game last week, so he's eventually going to eat you know eat into more touches, and they wouldn't have signed Bell if they weren't going to use him or felt they needed him behind Ceh. So I I, I agree. Hey, nice. Uh, Give us your DDT, Nick Yes, my DDT is going to be Insert Cincinnati Bengals running back (laughs) Um, We're not sure as of today If Mixon's going to play I I lean more towards not Based on what we have so far Um, Nick is hedging Whether it's Mixon or Bernard Just, what? I'm not hedging It's a starter Yeah, you are No, as in like you're you're trying to do some type of reverse psychology because you're going to be happy one way or the other. So you're either right and unhappy for your fantasy team or you're wrong and you're happy with your fantasy team oh, because you have Mixon that. and Gio Bernard on your team. Oh, no, well, Mixon. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mixon. Um, no, I don't do that. I, I'm just I'm pulling <laughs> it. I'm taking a shot here. I think that either one of them, that whoever it may be, uh, I think they struggle against Tennessee. Uh, I think they are probably going to get crushed, the Bengals. And while that you think that might favor Bernard, 
I think they're just going to be throwing to instead to like the receivers. And I don't think he's going to have a good game. Uh, I know he had a great game last week. Uh, did score a late touchdown to really give him a good, a good week. But I think there will be no touchdown this week and that you'll regret starting uh, either one. Yeah. I see. I can see it happening. Sweet, sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up with my DDT. Uh, it's kind of piggyback off of Eddie a little bit. Uh, my DDT this week is going to be Terry Kill. Uh, and again, uh, it's not that he's going to have a bad game. Uh, the Chiefs is going to go up way too early, uh, way too big uh, in this game. And I think everyone's going to be resting third, half third quarter and, and the rest of the game. And it's not like Terry Kill has been going crazy. Mahomes has been distributing the ball relatively evenly among all the receivers. And with one less quarter for him to play, he's going to produce even less. And you can hope he maybe salvage the game with a touchdown like he's done almost every single week except one. Uh, but I think you should temper your expectations this week uh, against the Jets, which is kind of weird because you think this is going to be like the offensive juggernaut game for all the fantasy players, but that's not, that's not how it's going to go. It's, it's kind of a lot. So we're not telling. We're not saying bench Tyreek Hill. No, no, just no, no. shy away from him in DFS. He might have a long touchdown, but that's pretty much all he's gonna give you if he gets that long touchdown. He can wow, get a short so touchdown too. You don't know. It might be in the first quarter. Touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Are you calling back-to-back weeks of Matt Moore? Yeah. Wow. I'm calling. I'm calling it. You can see Matt Moore sighting again this week. You're not. You're probably ninety-nine percent right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt it. You know what? I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna go heavy. You're gonna see three weeks Matt Moore following against Carolina again. Oh, oh my oh. goodness! They've actually been better than I thought they would be. Yeah, me too. So, Carolina's been playing really well. Are you starting <laughs> Matt Moore? They put up a great, great fight against Saints. <laughs> Matt Moore in DFS. <laughs> I'm right, sure gonna... someone will win, win, will win money with him in their lineup. I guarantee it. If he's like five bucks, I'll start him in TFS because I could put so much money yeah. in everyone else. Uh, yeah, it's going to wrap up the RKOs and DDTs. Uh, good picks, guys. Uh, good job. I, I them. Except for Eddie's Ravens pick. I hated that. Wow. Why do you hate it? I think it's, I think it's gross. I think it's all <laughs> workload-based. They're both going to get 12 to 15 carries or touches in, in general, and I think they both score a touchdown. Yeah. All right. Anyways, keep it moving. Uh, Zoom starting to warn me about this ten-minute warning. I think I think we, I think we got this though. We got this. All right. So I'm gonna go to the uh, did you knows. Uh, no trivia today, but I have some great stuff for you guys. Uh, right, let's start off with the uh, Browns and the Bengals game. That was a game to watch, right? That was a good game. And mm-hmm. so Mayfield and Burrow. Uh, this is one of the best. This is one of the best. Number one pick versus number one pick matchups we've had in NFL history. So, uh, so Mayfield tied the Browns' record by throwing five touchdown passes in one game, while Burrow nice. became the first rookie in NFL history with 400 plus passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown in a single game. No NFL nice. future. Future is bright in Cincinnati. Yeah, I can't say that for in the Browns, Ohio. Right? In Ohio. Oh, I mean, oh, right. Uh, that was the Ohio game. That's right. Uh, so When's also, the last time you could say that? <laughs> Maybe when LeBron was in Cleveland? Yeah. Uh, okay, so one more for these two guys. Uh, the two combined for the second most passing scores 
in a game between opposing number one overall picks. You guys want to guess who the, the who has the most? Which two quarterbacks? It's, mm. a, it's a little tough. It happened in 2015. 2015, Cam Newton. And oh, that's, that's one of them. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, what's the first round pick? The, first the other one's going to be Manning? a Hall of Famer. Who's that? What was that? Peyton Manning? You're close. Damn. It's close. It's close. It's close to Peyton Manning. A number one overall pick. I mean, I, would, I was going to say luck, but then you said Hall of Famer, so. No, 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 a future Hall of Famer. I know. Oh. I don't think luck will be a future Hall of Famer, so I'm not oh, going to yeah. say luck. Oh, he's so close um, to Peyton Manning. He's so close to Peyton Manning. Oh, God. Eli? Yes, Eli Manning. <laughs> what? He's a number one overall pick? What? Yeah. Why yeah. do I remember this? Because the Chargers drafted him and traded him to They the traded him, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had nine. No, but I meant like game. Eli's was the answer. Like, that's why I said what? <laughs> yeah, they had nine in that game. Uh, they faced each other in 2015. Damn, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I don't remember what I had for breakfast last week. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I got a, a Stafford... Baker Mayfield. I could be wrong. But the I, end of the game, 22 for 28. I think he started the game 0 for 6. Oh, wow. I have a stat for Baker Mayfield. Tell us. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds funny. Something good. Tell us. He's, uh, he's the best dancer in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Eddie loves that. It's, Eddie loves those dances. It's an unbiased stat. What can I say? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go on to uh, another rookie that's shining bright uh, this year, Justin Herbert. All right, I'm going to come with you fast with these, uh, these Herbert did you knows, okay? Did you know yeah. Herbert became the first quarterback, rookie quarterback, with 300-plus passing yards and a 50-plus rushing game since 1950? Goddamn. Wow. He's just one and of I two quarterbacks. Sorry, you started, man. No, he's, he's been a great fantasy play every single nice. week. Nice. Uh, Herbert is one of just two quarterbacks in NFL history with 1,500 passing yards in their first career, five career games. The only other person to do it is Cam Newton. I knew that. I feel like that's like a Patrick Mahomes stat. It's, it's crazy. Uh, Herbert is only the second rookie with at least three passing touchdowns in three or more games in NFL history. What the wow. heck? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so no rookie has... Three passing touchdowns in three or more games ever. Sorry, sorry. Only other one rookie has done it. I don't know who that rookie is, by the way. And it's gonna be Joe Burrow. He's gonna join that list. Ooh, well said. Let's go. And uh, the last one for you. All right, Herbert just joined Hall of Famer Dan Marino as the only quarterback in Super Bowl era with an 85 plus passer rating in each of his first five NFL starts. Oh, good company. You've been good. That's that's wild. He's he's doing well. And we all he's, thought he was great. a bust. Everybody <laughs> laughed at that pick. They it's, did. It's crazy. And who would have thought? Like, Tyrod Taylor started over him. And, you know, you know what's crazy? If it weren't for a doctor, like <laughs> we wouldn't know. We wouldn't even know about Roy Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> Roy Herbert starting around now. Oh man. Roy, Roy, Herbert. Roy, Roy Herbert. I didn't. My bad. Roy Herbert. No. Uh, <laughs> no it's not, sorry. It's not Justin thing. Herbert. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Justin Herbert. 
right. Damn, Roy Hibbert. Damn, that team <laughs> was good, man. Damn. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, let's talk some more uh, Hall of Fame uh, players. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald and Ray Rice. I'm uh, sorry, Jerry Rice. We all noticed Whoa. that. Uh, Fitzgerald becomes second in NFL history uh, with career receptions as well as pat, uh, career receiving yards. But did you guys know this? That Fitzgerald has caught a pass from 22 different quarterbacks, the most ever by any receiver Jesus. over the last 30 seasons. Nice. Ray, Rice, Ray Rice played 20 seasons. Jerry Rice. So, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Rice <laughs> has played 20 seasons. Uh, and he's had two – sorry, he's had 14 quarterbacks who made the Pro Bowl. Fitzgerald in his 16 seasons only had two, Kurt Warner mm. and Carson Palmer. God damn. Uh, yeah. Well, so the stat is still true. Which uh, stat? For last year. So you could have mentioned this last year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes, I could have. Right, because he had Kyler, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kyler. But I think it's, just, it's nice to point out because he just broke a couple of records. He moved to second place with the receptions and the yards. Nice. All right. So that's going to wrap up the Did You Knows. Good stuff. Those are good Did You Knows. Thank you. I, I actually, when I read that, it was, I was actually, like, I was wowed when I read that. And you know, it's crazy. Like I've always had to like dig for all these, uh, did you know, trivias and stuff, but now it's just one article the NFL posts every single week and it's great. It has some great material on it. See, look, 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 they, they discovered us and they're taking our material. I know. Right. Damn. Insane. If only we knew we could have copyrighted everything. Damn it. All the stats. We could copyright all the stats. <laughs> copyright. <laughs> copyrighted Kelvin. Copyrighted Satos. <laughs> Stealing all our research. Yeah, Come know, on, right? moderator. You know, I haven't I haven't done a next gen stats. One moderator yet. researcher. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna look up next gen stats for next week's trivia. It's gonna be fun. I haven't Down. done that. I haven't done that in a while. Next gen. Down. All right, so let's uh, let's move on to the last segment of the night. The bold predicts. My favorite. Yeah. Alright, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa! Whoa. That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold bold predicts. Predicts. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. Alright, so I'll start it off. Uh, and I had actually had uh, someone else, but after we talked through this podcast, I've been inclined to change it up a little bit. Ooh. And I'm gonna kind of go with what Eddie mentioned before. My bold predict this week is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. He oh. has only one 400-yard passing game in his career. And oh, I think no. he's going to go for 450 and five touchdowns this week against Seattle. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's bold. That he's only done bold it once hell. against Arizona uh, last year, his whole career. And he's never thrown for five touchdowns either. He's only done four touchdowns twice in his career. Sorry, three well, times in his career. So if there's any time to do it, it's against incoming, the 2020 Incoming 70-point uh, fantasy point. Yo, I, I, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it in my bones. That's my bold predict for this week. Nice. All right. I'm up because Eddie, for whatever reason, likes to go last all the time. Um, my bold predict, I had a couple, actually, I was weighing. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with Leonard Fournette has been – or just came back and was taking over the role, at least when starting the year, he, had, he was slowly getting touches, more touches than Ronald Jones until he got hurt. 
and he comes back and almost had the same amount the first week back, I think he fully takes over this backfield this week. Um, I think he has 17 carries for 110 yards, and I think he has four catches for 22 yards and a touchdown. Wow. wow. Specific numbers. Holy. Man. How do I compete with that? I mean, it is a giant, so, you know, <laughs> you, you can see it happening. So we can totally see uh, Bruce Arians just disregarding Ronald Jones for Why? You could also you, you know what you could say? That Ronald Jones have similar numbers because it's Giants. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could, yeah. But why does he not like Ronald Jones? I don't know, but I feel like that, that's a bold enough call, right? Because he hasn't really it is, been... I think it's pretty bold. That's really Ronald, bold. Ronald, Ronald Jones looks good. And he has, and they just... Like it's, it's weird. Yeah. I, right. I think it's because he can't catch. That's the main reason. I mean, it's not like to Fournette's a PPR machine, so... Right. He had 80 catches last year or something like that. Did he really? Yes, he's a PPR machine. He had 80 catches last year? He had like at least 70-something, like right, 75. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Go ahead. Give us your bold predict. Okay, my bold predict. A.J. Green. Back-to-back great weeks with uh, Joe Burrow. He's actually getting a shit ton of targets, so like I think he's on his way back to him being himself. Wow, you don't sound confident at all. Oh, I mean, it's a bold predict, so just let you, me rock. You, you I, always sound confident in bold predicts. Okay, you're right. Uh, let, me sound, <laughs> let me try to sound more confident. Um, yeah, this week he's finally, he's finally going to break 100 yards. He hasn't done it all year, and I think he scores twice. Damn, that's bold. Which he hasn't done at all year. Well, well now I don't so, believe you. That's bold because he's <laughs> old. Ooh, nice. Uh, and you're bold, right, Eddie. He has, he has 76 catches last year. Yeah. That's crazy. So he's a PPR machine. That's he the definition a of a PPR he, machine. Uh, he is a PPR machine. I guess I'll bench Tyler Boyd this week then. Yeah, might as well, right? Jack will appreciate it. Jack you can start. That. Hey, AJ Green had a monster game last week. Well, not a monster. He had a monster target share last week, and so did Tyler Boyd. They can yeah, both coexist. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know what? I think I think this week could be a good game for them because they'll they'll go down big against Titans. That if my DDT holds true, then yeah, they'll just keep yeah. it on. Yep. All right. So I like Joe Burrow this week too. Ooh. I think Joe Burrow should be on all rosters. No, another DFS play. <laughs> You know, you know who I'm taking though. I'm taking Jimmy G, the future. Jimmy G. Future. The future. The future. <laughs> it's never gonna it's never gonna go go away. The future. The future has become the present. Indeed. And it'll become the past soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is fun, guys. Uh it's always fun, man. A lot of great insight. Yep. It's always time always flies when I'm talking to you guys on podcasting. Like yep. when we're talking football, it's just you know, it just goes by. I think the saying goes, time. Time goes by when you're having fun. And having rum. And uh, I got nothing. <laughs> um, I could have went somewhere, but I decided not. Don't. To. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew where I was going, Nick. <laughs> Nick was praying that I wouldn't say it. And then when you mentioned I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't. I am the type that would, but I'm glad I held my tongue. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YTS yeah. Podcast. Do it. Uh, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, and any other place you can find podcasts. We will be there. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Eddie, thank you. Uh, oh, yeah, also problem. Google us. Just Google YTS <laughs> and we'll be the first. Yeah, go ahead. We, we should be the first. But we should be the first. You might get there. something else. You might get the, uh, uh, what was the it? Young Film young Theatrical Shorts. <laughs> Uh, 
Nick, thanks for taking time again uh, for filling in. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I got another weekend before the end of the year. Yeah, and Eddie, stop fucking up our schedule. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, man. I, I'm not doing on purpose. Yeah, yeah, purpose. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week, everybody, and good luck in your week eight matchup. YFTS Peace out. out. Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.